0: Medica's here I come. There and welcome to the Just Boldly Go podcast, where I help women face their fears, set goals, and take imperfect action towards creating a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. If you'd like to see what we have going on, you can head over to justboldlygo.com. And if you're a women-owned business, we'd love to invite you to join our women-owned business directory at sheowns.org. All right, today I have with me like I don't even well, I never I remember how we met. It was a while ago, and uh, this woman has genuinely given me so much insight into my business and how to show up in the world, and just, if I could encourage you to work with anybody, it would be this person. So, Ilana Burke, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me, because genuinely, I cannot thank you enough for all of the feedback and ideas and everything that you've given me throughout the years. So
1: (laughs) you're welcome. It's been a pleasure. It's what I do. And I'm, I'm delighted to be here. So thanks. Hi, Uh, this is rad. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us, you know, tell my listeners, what is it? How do
0: you describe your, whatever you do right now? What I do.
1: Okay. It's Um, always
0: changing and you're good.
1: Yeah, things evolve over time. Uh, Well, I guess the short version is I've been uh, what most would call a business coach for going on 13 years now. Uh, I help people find and create their life's work. So I help people who are interested in more values-based business uh, find and figure out how to make a living off of the things they care about. Sometimes that means entrepreneurship. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, most often with the people I work with, it's usually entrepreneurship, sort of the path forward, but not always. And um, my passion is helping people have a life that's actually fun <laughs> doing work that they enjoy and having a life as well. So uh, it comes from a place that's informed with traditional business experience. I have an MBA in sustainable enterprise and I come at things with that lens and perspective on how to make things last. And I'm definitely not your get rich quick gal. (laughs) You will most definitely not make six figures in six minutes with me. Um, But I help people figure out how, what success and their livelihoods can really look like for them and how to take their assets and leverage them the best they can in a way that doesn't Make you feel like you need a shower afterwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a really good description of what you do, and I, I, I have to say, you know, last year when I was doing coaching with you, like mm-hmm. the small pieces of not to d- diminish what we talked about, but I mean, just little tweaks of combining mm-hmm. things and changing this and charging more, and you really revolutionized my business personally so I can vouch (laughs) for how excellent you are
1: it's so nice to hear that you know it's funny I was actually just on a call with a client this morning and I was talking about how um I'm one of those people that's like everybody's secret weapon (laughs) and not so uh, secret I tell
0: everybody so it's it's all Ilana. like everything every good thing that has ever come out of it at least the last couple of years has been actually Ilana's idea not mine so
1: <laughs> Well that is um, probably a gross overstatement cuz you've come up with some really <laughs> rad ideas that I've watched unfold over the years it's been so cool to like know you as long as I mean god how long have we known each other now like oh. a ha- 100,000 years in inter- internet time like at five, least right <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's Just probably been Seven or eight, but yeah, at least yeah. It was pre my kid. I mean, she's five and a half, so because you know, uh, Amanda saved my butt when I was pregnant. (laughs) I needed (laughs) some designer backup help for my agency, so we've helped each other a lot over the years. So definitely.
0: (laughs) Definitely. So I mean, most of my listeners are moms, and there are a few Uh dads out there. But you know, that's Uh one thing that a lot of women struggle with. Is I have small kids. How can I possibly have a business and I know you had one before you had kids and I started mm-hmm. mine when I had kids but what's your best piece of advice for you know you have this great idea but you also have little kids and how do you make that work
1: man it's a big question and one that I kind of you know I chew on a lot I've thought about a lot you know like you said my my personal lived experience was a little bit different because I did have a business before uh, before I had got pregnant with my daughter I just have one and um but it was a it was more like uh my business was more like I'd bought myself a job like it wasn't i I wasn't running a big agency, I didn't have employees, I didn't have a bunch of people working for me it was like I had just enough to make a good living you know mm-hmm. which was kind of by choice uh I really wasn't interested in like scaling and and having big wide impact at that stage in my life and um, and kind of personal trajectory. And then I got pregnant, and you know it turns out that you don't get maternity leave when you're self-employed. Right? I mean, the primary breadwinner in your family. That. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that lit a significant fire under my tush and I used that whole second trimester burst of energy thing <laughs> to like those were the biggest uh, two and a half months of my entire life and career and um, I, my business quadrupled in literally like three to four months I set some big goals so that I could take a real maternity leave in it and just it things exploded. So um, that's all kind of the background to say that as you kind of think about in, in answering your question, like the best advice, man, if you're, if you're somebody who has kids and that's been your primary focus and that kind of like wife, spouse, mothering the like everyday life of it all, it's like, there's a reason people become mommy bloggers, right? Because it's a way that you can talk about and process and have your existence and kind of do double duty, right? It's taking fewer steps to potentially making a living off of that. So there's a real upside to that, but it also requires a set of skills and time and energy that not everybody has. So, you know, then people end up in the like MLM circles because it feels like somebody's just handing you a business, right. Which has its own set of pitfalls and potholes and costs and, um and it's there's a reason why there's so much churn there and why it's you know become like a cultural joke because yeah again not everyone's cut out for that n- nor are we all interested in selling stuff to our friends and loved ones <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> over dinner um. <laughs> So then you end up with like, okay, then what, right? I want to, I want to do something with my life. Well, you know, we live in a really capitalist based society where the answer is always, how do I make money at it first, which is usually the wrong question. Yes. That and that's, the that's the kicker, right? And that's, it's like, that's sort of the linchpin of what I do is that if you come at it from how do I make money fast, you won't. hmm um, if you have ethics, right, right, if you have <laughs> right, significant values, I mean, I should, that's like, that needs a caveat, right, because it's for sure, if you want to make money fast, you can make money fast, if you don't mind sacrificing your, you know, friends, loved ones, ethics, values, morals, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's perfectly easy to make a living being a total
0: piece of duty can
1: i swear on your show
0: you can swear all you want
1: i literally have this moment of like you know I me said like, that at
0: the beginning bad when you said words tush, of you said tush like, instead of ass i was like oh she's censoring for me
1: <laughs> but you don't like to. to see if your show is explicit or not i'm like oh yeah i am censoring you know me i'm like <laughs> fucker. fuck yes oh good yay okay. okay i gotta get one out i understand <laughs> So yeah, if you want to, you know, you want to be a total shithead about it, <laughs> go right ahead and um and go make money fast. There's a thousand ways to do it. I'm not going to be the one to teach you how to do that. But if you are, um, if you're in that spot where you're a mom, you're overwhelmed, you already don't have enough time. There's, there's like some cold, hard truths of that, that I think most people like me are sort of unwilling to kind of raise a flag and go, you know what, this might not be your moment to start a yeah. business. Yeah. This might not be the moment where that's the right thing for your family, where that's the right thing for you personally, because starting a business is no joke. Like it is huge and it takes a long time and it's hard and it's going to, it's like getting a crash course in marketing and sales and accounting and logistics and technology. And I mean, and, 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 right. And you and I are both people who make a living off of people who want to do exactly that And I'm the first one to say, this is not for everybody. It's just not. And I'm not interested in setting people up for failure. Yeah. Like that kind of like that putting a light bulb in front of somebody and saying, anybody can do this and you can have it all. No, you fucking
0: can't. No, not everybody's built for it. Like, honestly, there are some people who just would rather get a job and not have to worry about it afterward because this is. No joke. Like, yeah. this is not something that you leave behind at 5 o'clock when you go home. Like, this
1: is no. always here. <laughs> it's always here. It's al- There's always something else to do. And yeah. if you haven't already done a shit ton of boundaries work before you get started and you have, like, a serious picture of what your boundaries and your energy and your assets and your liabilities and your debts and emotionally and logistically and financially, if you don't, like, really understand what you're working with before you get started... You are in for a really bumpy ride that you may not want at this stage in your life. Frankly, like yeah. the upside may not be high enough to outweigh the intensity of that. You know, especially it's like this is one of those things that like it makes me crazy. I mean, you know me. I'm always <laughs> I look around at what's out there. I'm like, what's the common advice? I'll tell people the opposite of that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but you're always right. Often, so. I love you. This is why I'm like, I got to go on Amanda's show. I need an ego boost. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, though, it's like you see all these coaches out there and everybody's always like, you can have it all. If you can dream it, you can be it. And just it's all about mindset and investing in yourself. And I'm sorry. There is only so many hours in the day. If my husband worked full-time too, I don't think that I would be able to pull off the level of work and business that I have. I'm the breadwinner in my family, so it works. I've always yeah. been that way. It's with the way it was set up from the beginning. I have an incredibly supportive spouse. That is not everyone's reality. No, I am not. lucky. And I happen to be in a marriage where I have more earning power and this has always been my thing like yeah. business is my thing my husband is a wonderful dad and he's an artist and he's amazing and he's incredibly supportive and does all the things that frankly in most american households women do you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he cook god i wish god i wish he cooked but he doesn't cook. <laughs> but like he's the best dad he's homeschooling our daughter he's like hanging out with her right now while i'm doing this hmm That is not ordinary, and I know that, right? I'm really, I'm both lucky to have that ability, and and so is he, you know? Right. Right? He gets to do what he wants to do. I get to do what I want to do. But the idea that, like, we can have two livelihoods, and especially in the age of COVID and quarantine and homeschool, and, like, I mean, it really just, you may not want to spend these years when your kids are little, Busting your ass and being even more exhausted than you already are now. That might be reality. There also are ways in which you can create a business within that. There are ways. Right. But those ways might not match up with your skills and desires. Right. Like, those ways are more limited when you have more pull on your time, whether it's kids or community obligations or... You know, there's all kinds of things. It's not just about like when you have kids, you don't have time to start a business. That's not what I'm saying. It's more like just understanding your inputs and outputs as a as a healthy, balanced human being. We are living in this time where it's like we think we can just keep piling shit on. Yeah. You can just just pile one more thing. Just one more thing. Just, oh yeah, now you're homeschooling. I bet you didn't I bet you didn't (laughs) see that coming. (laughs) You need to homeschool three kids. Have fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you still have to do all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, and, you know, you want to create another income on top of that. I, I don't know if that's possible for you, you know, yeah. and there are very few choices. There's very few options, and but it seems like there's more, you know? Yeah. If you're in that position where you literally have like where the amount of time, capacity, energy and financial inputs that you can put into starting something new is like paper thin, where it's like this big, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm holding up my fingers as if people <laughs> on a podcast can see that. This is, this is what that's dangerous when we do video for interviews. I, cause I talk with my hands and I start like expressing myself visually. So those of you at home, <laughs> I'm holding up two little fingers. <laughs> not much short. space between them. <laughs> <There's not> much... <laughs> If your capacity is extremely small, there, look, I'm describing it. Um, If your capacity, your time, your energy, and your money, those are your inputs, right? If that's already paper thin, then you only have a couple of choices start a podcast, (laughs) become a mommy blogger, right? Um, Get a part time job that works around that. You know, uh, there is time right now, like you want to make money. It's like, okay, well, there's a lot of opportunities for remote work, yeah. you know, doing stuff like leveraging some skill you have in your back pocket. If you're a really good writer, you can be a great editor. You know, it's like, there's, there are these sort of little nichey sort of things, but it's all about what you can do with your time and how, how fast you work and how much you can do with that. But starting a business when you have that razor thin capacity, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean that's that's the shitty truth. I wish I had some magic advice for how to make more than 24 hours in a day. Right. But man, I'm a mom. I'm 40. I I have the coolest, most low maintenance kid ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I tell people things about my kid, they're like, I, I hate you. I hate, yeah, I hate you. I know. My, my pediatrician <laughs> called my daughter a gateway baby. Because she's just been, she's the kid you have that makes you want to have more kids because you think having a kid is easy. And then none she's of so the easy. rest would be like that. never yeah. we were smart. We decided one and done. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> <that's it. laughs> like, I'm not getting lulled into that trap. No, ma'am. But, you know, I'm lucky in that. And I'm still exhausted all the time. Right, right. You know? I mean, yeah, it's hard. And so recognizing that it doesn't serve anybody listening to tell you that you can have it all. That's just going to make you feel like shit when you can't. You know what? It's okay to go, I can't have this right now. Like, right now, I would be delighted. I'd be over the moon if I had a beautiful office with a big bay window in front of it. But you know what? That's not my life right now. (laughs) I love my office. It doesn't happen to have a view of the ocean, though. I can't have that right now. We can't have everything we want in life. (laughs) our culture is, is loves to throw marketing messages at you that you can and it's just not true So I know that might not be the warm, fuzzy, motivational message. No, no, no. Like, that's the truth. That's the truth.
0: And I mean, when I go back to when I started my business, it wasn't Uh because I was passionate about something. It wasn't because I Mm love being somebody's VA. It was because (laughs) I had bills to pay, and I had to find a way to make it happen. So even in, I think even in a climate such as this, if you need money to pay your bills because something happened and fell apart, there are ways to do it. Like, maybe starting your own business, like you said, isn't what you need to do right now. Maybe being an editor is what you need to do for right now. And then keep working towards that in the future. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let it be the, slow.
0: Yeah. It doesn't, Man, you don't have be to slow. move fast. Yeah. I no. mean, the very, my very first client, I just told somebody this yesterday. I worked with him for almost two years. He only paid me eight bucks an hour. I met him on Craigslist. <laughs> which could have gotten me murdered, but I mean, eight bucks an hour was more than I was making before. So every little bit helped towards what I needed to pay off. And it, it, it built onto bigger and better things. You know, it it started me down the road that I needed yeah. to go on to get to where I am right now. But it was not glamorous. It was wow. not fun, and I had no boundaries, which you mentioned, which <laughs> meant that I was up at three a.m. trying to get things done because I started my business with no boundaries. Yeah, and I, I'm finally. 14 years later to the point that I tell people I don't work on weekends and I don't work on Thursdays, which I usually do, but I'm just not available for people
1: stop telling people that on podcasts, Amanda. (laughs) Oh right. I'll cut
0: that out. No, I'm kidding. But I mean it's really more about like I can do what I want. If if it's a a weekend and there's something I want to do, then I can do it. But don't expect me to do it. Like I'm just not available for that anymore. Right.
1: So yeah. I mean that's I I think most people, women especially, tend to start businesses with that, like, I'm going to work 24 seven because I have to work twice as hard, and somehow that will make them appreciate me twice as much. No, it fucking won't. (laughs) It'll make them walk all over you like a doormat. Exactly,
0: exactly. It makes them think that you're just available for whatever they need whenever they need it. Yep.
1: I mean, here's my schedule right now. I work Tuesday through Friday, uh, roughly 8 a.m. till somewhere between 3 and 5. Um, I often take an hour or two off in the middle of the day after this, I'm going to head in and snuggle with my kid for an hour and hang out before my afternoon call. Um, But that's it. (laughs) I don't answer emails. I don't answer calls. I don't push outside of that because I know that I can't deliver on my promises and I'm not at my best. If I push outside of that, that's all I've got. You know, that's, that is my capacity. I mean, I'm a coach, so I'm on the phone all day And most of that time, when I look at, like, my call recordings, and they're, like, the client talked for, like, 17 minutes of a two-hour call, I'm, like, (laughs) I I worked my ass off on that call. You know, people get a lot of value when they talk to me packed in, so I make sure, like, that's what works best for me. I pack Mm -hmm. in a lot in short amounts of time. Now, that is not, that's not what everybody needs. Some people you know, your best cadence might be you work from five in the morning until 11 in the morning, and that's it. But the thing is, you don't know that yet. If you're just thinking about starting something out, you don't know what your boundaries should be. You don't know when your best productivity time is. You don't know what you're best at. You don't know who you want to talk to. You don't know who you want to help. Like, there are more, like so many more unanswered questions than there are answered ones. If you're just like, I have kids, I want to figure out how to make some cash. If that's where you start, you're in for just so much hard, frustrating decision-making that there's so little support for if you don't go find support for it, you know? Like, people like you, people like me, like, we kind of we have created mechanisms where we sell support frankly you know yeah. some of us give it away in different ways facebook groups etc like there's plenty of support out there but then you have the discernment problem how do you know who to listen to yeah how do you know what's true when you have a bunch of people like you and me giving out conflicting information to yeah. what other people are saying how the hell are you supposed to know like boundaries and discernment are the two soft skills that you need in order to not have an emotional meltdown when you start something new. Yeah. Like, if you don't figure out what your boundaries are and you don't know how to discern a good idea from a bad one for you and your circumstances, you're in for a rough road. Yeah. And, and you'll learn all that stuff the hard way. And the hard way is like the five-year-long way, the 10-year-long <laughs> way. Or 12. Of banging you know. your head against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody who's gone through that. Yeah no. definitely not me i don't know what you're talking about it's so hard it's so hard when you start a business you don't know what you don't know and you're surrounded by people who are making it look like it's easy yep, and i promise you and it's not it is not easy it never is it never has been and it never will be i'm 12 years in 13 years in, 14 oh my god i'm 14 years in i've been saying 12 for so long i missed a couple of years there <laughs>
0: I was just talking to my husband the other day. You know, I'm at 14 and a half right now from when I very first started Uh my business. And, uh, uh, but it's been 18 years, 18 and a half years Uh since I've had a real job. And Mm -hmm. comparatively being 43 years old, I think I've only ever had five real jobs in my life. The majority Uh of my working life, I have been doing this and Uh you know, it, it's hard. Like you said, it's hard when you don't know what you don't know. And it's hard to know who to listen to. And when I first started, well, not first started out, a few years in, started working with somebody who I thought they're doing things right. And then when it's time for me to do my own things that they've been doing, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do things like they did things. Like, how do I, you know, how do you just the discernment? It's how do you figure out what is ethical and right for you? And, yeah, it's you do need guidance. You do need guidance. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, my best tip for that, if you're embarking on anything, it's like, pay attention to the advice that feels true and that isn't what you want to hear.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like, if you have that, like, flutter of like, ooh, (laughs) the dopamine in my brain really likes to hear that I can have anything I want. But if you actually gut check that and go, wait, but does that actually feel true to me? Yeah. Can I have everything I want? If that doesn't feel honest and true that don't listen to that person. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I mean, you know, marketing messaging and everything, it's like, it's so like pre-programmed to manipulate and, and only tell you the story that feels delightful because you get that dopamine going in somebody's brain and they chase it. You know, it's easy to manipulate people in marketing. It's easy to tell people things that, that make them feel like they're seen and heard. And like those messages are so compelling and man, I have so many clients that have like spent thousands of dollars on education and programs and coaches. And they come out going, I'm confused and I don't know what I want. I feel like I wasted my money, which makes me feel stupid. And, you know, those like I've watched marriages be on the rocks because of that shit. Like, it's so irresponsible and there's so much of it. So it's like when you hear somebody talk and what they're saying feels true and feels like, hey, you know what? This is hard. This is hard. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be fun and it's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> like it's definitely going to be hard, program. but it like, will be fun. <laughs> yeah. So learn, that's the first step to learning discernment as you embark on anything new is pay attention to the gut over the enthusiasm. Yeah. Like it's easy to look successful and shiny and fancy and snazzy and smart it is easy to do that on the internet these days yeah it's hard to tell the truth it is it just it coming from somebody who's, who's been the one you know not doing the shiny uh all the shiny things you know not selling under like no matter what i mean i personally like i can't look at human beings i sell to as an audience quote-unquote or a um you know or as leads like all these ways in which sales depersonalizes people I will only regard the people I sell to as people because it reminds me they're freaking people out there (laughs) did like I mean I have a personal policy that I won't let someone pay me on a credit card when they first start out yeah. Unless they can actually tell me that they're just doing it for the points and they're going to pay the bill at the end of the month or something, right. sure. But I don't think that it's a responsible choice to let someone go into debt to learn how to start a business with me. Yeah, that is not the right personal choice. If you can get a business loan, sure, that's the right kind of money to borrow. But I'm not going to let you stick money on a credit card that your husband doesn't know about, so that you don't have to tell him about was it. A jab so that at me,
0: like, I wasn't. <laughs> I I know, it's fine.
1: It's fine. But I know, like, I know you have a, you have a story around that. You have a history around that. And it's a common one. It's why people love you so much because you told this common, beautiful story of like, it's hard to explain these kinds of passion projects to a spouse that doesn't have the same kind of drive Mm. or doesn't have the same kind of motivation. And it will cause you to do things that you look back on and aren't proud of. And I don't want to be a part of that as a coach and a teacher. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's, like, it brings me back to that, like, that gut check thing. Yeah. Pay attention to what's true. If it feels like you're going to do something shady, don't do it. If you feel pushed to to go beyond your financial comfort zone, your emotional comfort zone, if somebody tells you that if you really believed in yourself, you would invest in yourself, run like your fucking hair's on fire. Yeah. Like, that is not a message that any woman should ever tell another woman. Yeah, absolutely. It is a way in which the entire coaching industry is doing such a massive disservice. Like it's anyway, I'm a little fired up. There was a Facebook thread yesterday (laughs) (laughs) in a group that I'm in. This wonderful, lovely woman was like, Hey, I got this DM from a coach that I really like. And she's teaching how, me how to start a business. And she told me like, if I don't sign up for her $3,000 program that I don't really care about myself and I don't want to invest in myself. She posted like screenshots of this. And I was just like, oh my God, it made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And I, I, went a, I went on a big ranty rant like I do. And, <laughs> and it got a lot. It got a lot. It got a lot of attention
0: and commentary. Well, <laughs> like, the- the person that you, that brought us together, the whole situation, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. She, at one point in, in her masterminds was, and it was $20,000 to be part of her mastermind. And mm-hmm. of the 20 women who joined, at least 10 of them mortgaged their homes to be oh able to work God. with her. And it made me sick to my stomach. And she would say the same things. Well, if you believe in yourself spend the money.
1: And I'm like Yeah and the person we're talking about has has told literally thousands. I mean that message has spread to thousands, maybe millions at this point of people. Because she's been extremely, extremely successful. And man, it's it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. (laughs) heartbreaking. And I will
0: confess that last year I spent way too much money on my business trying to figure out exactly where I needed to shift things and Uh I spent way too much money. And, but I will say that the money I spent with you and with Randy Mm -hmm. Buckley was absolutely worth every dime of it. (laughs) And I wish that I could have only done that, like just paid you two, because like she helped me in one area, you helped me in another. And everything else that I bought was fluff, everything. And it was all like, I have a policy. I mean, you are beautiful. Randy is beautiful. You are both beautiful women, but neither of you presents yourself like a porn star next to a pool telling me like, (laughs) if I, if I just do what your program, then I'm going to look like a porn star next to a pool. So, um, I appreciate that, that you just show up as your beautiful self and you don't try to like trick people into thinking they're going to get a house in Malibu. Um, because, you know, just with the way that they're presenting themselves, Mm -hmm. but every dime I've ever spent on you or Randy has really paid off, like in multiple times over. So I wish I had only (laughs) paid you. That's my new policy is I'm only paying Alana and Randy to tell me things. That's it.
1: I think that's a solid policy. (laughs) And I think Randy uh, would agree. Um, and you know, she and I, (laughs) She and I have been friends for a long time too. And she's actually going to teach a workshop in my group soon. Um, yeah, she's the best. And uh, yeah, if you guys don't know who Randy Buckley is, she talks, uh, she's amazing at hel- helping people figure out their boundaries. Like that's absolutely um, healthy boundaries for kind it. people is her program show. Sure you probably talked about it before here too. So she's, yeah, she's the best and um, healthy boundaries for really people who here. aren't that kind
0: like me, because sometimes I'm not that kind. <laughs> But she works with kind people, and she's very kind, so.
1: (laughs) Until she's not, man, because that, (laughs) the other side of her business is, like, she does, like, Viking woman workshops. True, (laughs) which are amazing. I did
0: the deep with her last year, and it was just, like, so good, so.
1: Yeah, she's amazing, so, yeah, I agree, Um, and I think that's a solid policy. Like, I can't tell you how many people I have in my orbit, because I'm not, like, because I don't have the sheen. You know, I don't, I've never put the sheen on my business where they like go everywhere and pay the money for the people with the sheen, because eventually it's like, everybody has that like little niggle in the back of their mind. Like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should sign up for that thing. Everybody else is signing up for maybe that's the thing. And then they spend like five grand on a program. And then three months later, they come back to me and they're like, are you doing one-off sessions right now? Because I feel like I need a thing. And then I do, you know, they spend a couple hundred bucks with me and are like, why didn't I just do that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I mean, the 5000
0: like, would have been better did spent. Why I raise my you? rates? <laughs> it would have been better spent on you, for sure,
1: 100%. Well, you know, I have this Pay It Forward Fund thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, all that is to say, like, pricing is a thing, though. Like, that touches yeah. on a good point because it's like, I've been at this a long time, and I have a full coaching docket all the time. Like, I'm, I don't usually have room, and I could raise my rates, but I don't. Yeah. Like my rates stay really, really reasonable because um, ethically, I cannot say with a straight face that my advice is worth $5,000 for a weekend. It Except probably it is. Probably I mean, is. over time, it probably is, it probably <laughs> and I know that too, but you know what? I don't want to limit the people that I get to work with right? based on that. I like broke people with good ideas, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> i always have i mean you've known me long enough do you remember my very first tagline i don't know if we were, you if it, i still had it when i started that my first tagline was take your big brain and your broke ass and make yourself a business no i don't but i love that <laughs> i know right it was not the most well thought out uh because it also you know told people they were broke <laughs> true which means you know, i don't have money you know to spend on you and right right and that was when i was selling um i had this my Braille, my brilliant idea at the time was i was going to sell the short attention span guides which was they were eight bucks a piece and you know you got to sell a fucking lot of eight dollar guys that was really my version of my eight dollar an hour job when i first started was i basically created an eight dollar an hour job for myself you gotta have a massive audience to make eight dollar guides your revenue stream uh so yeah things have changed a little bit but I've had the same coaching rates for like eight years now and I don't have any plans of changing that Um, I'm finding other ways of making revenue like if I want to scale I just like that can come from other places but when somebody finds their way to me and I have room for a new coaching client they pay the same as everybody else has it's like Because that's my ethics. That's my values. Like, it's it's not about how much I can get. It's how much I want to get. It's enough. Like, we don't live in a society where enough is something anyone talks about. Yeah, you're right. I make enough. I'm good with enough. And I'm scaling up. And when I want to make more, I can. I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, when I want to make a big chunk of money, I want to buy some property. I want to buy a house. I want to do those things. I can do those things. I know how to do those things. I can create something, I can sell it, I can do the launch, I can do all those things. But in my everyday life, scalability is not everything. Getting mm-hmm. bigger, making more, it's not everything. It's not how I want to make decisions. So man, I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, you're good. <laughs> Ask me some other questions.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't think of any now. I'm like, I just want to tell everybody how great you are and like tell them they can spend their money with you
1: well right now the only way they can spend their money with me is on my community um which is well worth it i will add (laughs) it is um yeah and it's like not a super cheap community it's hundred bucks a month um but like it's really great we do like a ton of work with people like for that i mean honestly the amount of time that we spend with people we're doing two hour calls every week One's with me, one's with a content director who works with, like, top flight on- online entrepreneurs whose names I'm not allowed to say because she has an NDA with them. <laughs> <But> <laughs> names you would know. How's that? Uh, so, yeah, Rachel Allen does um, a two-hour mentorship call once a month. and then, Rachel's uh, also very awesome. Uh, she's very awesome and very, <laughs> very hard to get a hold of because she's very, very popular these days um she does two hours a month and then uh amy rutvik who is a lesser known name but is one of those awesome secret weapony type folks (laughs) who um is she's a health coach by trade and she also um she's been uh kind of one of my like support folks on my team for a while too behind the scenes we've known each other for like longer than i've known you actually (laughs) like 10 years in internet time we met each other like one of the first years i was in business and Um, Now she and I are in business together uh, in a community design agency that we're starting up. So um, she's doing a call on kind of entrepreneurial balance, life balance for two hours a month. And then we have a guest workshop with like the innumerable, amazing, rad people I've made friends with that owe me favors over the years. We'll be coming and doing monthly workshops. So like hundred bucks a month is I kinda of feel like I'm pitching like crazy. I don't No, this is what this, <laughs> okay. is. this is all about. No, this is what I want you to do. Like honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, uh the group's a hundred bucks a month and you get at the minimum you could come to eight hours of live coaching and learning every single month. Which is like an insane bargain, not to mention the fact that it's packed with courses and foundational learning that's all DIY and do at your own pace. Um teaching everything from how to understand who your stakeholders are as a business owner or just as a human. A lot of this stuff is not just entrepreneurial. It's applicable to just being a human being who works through your life in a values-driven way and who maybe is pursuing their life's work in something that has zero commerce attached to it. Uh, We talk about systems, we talk about organization, we talk about learning, and we we come at it from a standpoint of like, we're all values-driven human beings we come together. We don't judge I have people at all levels in the group. It's not a beginner's group. It's not an advanced group. It's a little of everything. So it's a space that I've been working on for like most of my business time has been pointing towards this in one way or another of wanting to have a learning and community space. And, um, it's finally alive. I'm very excited about it because it's only like two months old. Well, it's very <laughs> like, excellent. I can vouch for that. And
0: yeah. I, just the connections that I've already made with people that I didn't know before joining have been great. And I was on yesterday's call, um, yeah. which by the time this airs, it will have been weeks ago. But I mean, <laughs> I was only on for 30 minutes and got so much information just out of that 30 <laughs> minutes about, you know, the the process of, you know, um, what were you doing? Discovery calls.
1: I yeah, we're talking about was. how to do successful consults, you and know, It you was know.
0: amazing, just, like, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. So, nice. yeah, there's always valuable content given by Alana. Even <laughs> when she's doing a free call with you, she will still give you the most, like, life-changing, life-altering little tidbits that you're like, oh, Aww. I didn't think <laughs> of that. <laughs> so, so where can people find you? How do they get to the community? Like, what's?
1: Lots of way? ways. Um, I'm pretty easy to find on the internets. Uh, but yourlifesworkshop.com is my primary um, internet home. And then I also have the Good Business Podcast, which is at thegoodbusiness.co, uh, as in the good business company. So uh, the podcast has been on hiatus for a little bit, but it's coming back in the next month or so. Okay. And But the archives are all really evergreen on the podcast it's all they're solo shows i don't do interviews yet i probably will this year but um the archives there are all kind of evergreen lessons so it's something that you can like go back and start at the beginning and it's going to be stuff that's applicable all the time (laughs) the comments i get on the podcast are typically that people love it because i teach real things on it (laughs) i am guiltily here i am on a podcast interview i'm guiltily not a podcast listener much because i'm busy and i have a kid and i run a business and i don't actually really understand when people listen to podcasts (laughs) i don't have a commute that's probably why i'm like never in the car i never i don't work out much like i (laughs) i don't know when people listen so bad um but what I hear over and over again is, like, that I teach things, and that's something that's greatly appreciated. A lot of solo shows are kind of more um, ideas and, and less uh, less direct information. So... It never occurred to me to do it any other way. So I just didn't know I any think better. It's just I... who you are. Like you're just a teacher and you
0: just can't help but give out advice. Like it's just like you just can't even stop it from coming out. Like you don't know. I'm what delighted you're going to that have to you
1: stop. find that endearing. <laughs> <laughs> My husband finds it slightly less endearing. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. I have gotten I I got a free cab ride from the airport once because I started giving business advice to the cab driver who wanted to start a t-shirt company there you go like (laughs) that paid that paid for it right there it's great it did it did um my $40 (laughs) cab ride yeah so yeah the, the good business podcast is like it's super it's a really fun project that I I really love it um it's been a little neglected because I was starting the community so now it's gonna come back to life and um, and then, yeah, you can join the group. Uh, all the information about the group is at yourlifesworkshop.com. And um, it's pretty easy to find under yeah. the what we do section. So I would love to have you. It's an intimate, fantastic little space. It is good. And, um, yeah, we don't hold you hostage also. You can cancel anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we make that easy. So That last thing that you just said I think is a good point. I have already forgot what, exactly how you said it that I wanted to say something about, oh, about you, you've neglected your podcast for a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people who have had a podcast or have started something, a blog Mm -hmm. even, and they neglect it for a while, then they always get really weird about like picking it back up again. Like it's (laughs) some kind of sin that they have neglected it. Um, But I am in the same boat with you. Like Uh for this podcast, I, I'd say from May till September, I kind of just like, forgot about it and just didn't do it for a while. Uh-huh. And then I just brought it back because it's like, it's okay. You know, people understand life gets in the way and things like that. And I think just like not chasing after those things and not continuing to do those things just simply because you got busy for a while. Um, yeah. It holds a lot of people back, but I'm glad it doesn't. Yeah. I'm glad we're not like that.
1: You <laughs> like... Know, here's the funny thing, how I learned that lesson. I mean, somebody told me that like when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was so worried that I had to like batch all my content and have all my social media ready mm. and have a bunch of podcast episodes. I was so, oh my God, it was like crazy pregnant lady worried. <laughs> and one of my business friends was like, here's the secret. She was on her second baby in two years. She's like, here's the secret. Nobody notices you're gone. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, right? They don't. Like you're just like, so worried about it. And it's like they're have like, have you oh, noticed how nice. busy the internet is? Do you actually notice when you haven't heard from somebody in a while? No, you don't. Not unless Mm -hmm. they're gone for like a couple of years and their name happens to come up in conversation. Right. You don't notice when someone's not posting. And it was like a revelation to realize that for me. That it's like. Freeing. It's freeing. Nobody. I'm sorry. I know that consistency will help your podcast grow. Sure. You release a ton of episodes. Sure. It will grow faster. But when you don't post. You know what? It's just, you just don't show up in somebody's feed. It's right. like, and then you do, and they're glad you're back. Exactly. And that's how it works. Like, if you stop <laughs> something for a while, because life gets in the way, start it again. If just you want. start it again. Yes, just all. start it again. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. You're not that special. Right. <laughs> you are a special, but guy. you're not that special. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, getting to that place where you're like objective about how busy the internet is it shouldn't be a reason to stop you from doing anything you know it's like Uh, it doesn't matter competition doesn't matter it doesn't matter that there's thousands of people there first you'll find your little space because it doesn't actually take that much to find a few people who think you're cool yep that you can build a lot off of a few people who think you're cool and chances are those people are already in your life yeah and if they're not already in your life they'll be connected to you because of people who are already in your life yep exactly you can build a foundation off of anything. And I know I spent a bunch of time at the beginning of this, like talking about how this might not be for you, but also you can start really little, you Right. know, yes, you can exactly. start with little kernels. Just don't put too much on yourself. That's the point is like, make your scale realistic. You're not, you don't have to start a company. You don't have to start a huge thriving business. You don't even need a website if you don't want to. If you want to like do a little work on the side, start asking around, ask your friends and family. Like, Hey, I'm, I was a really good writer in high school or college and I would love to like, write, do some writing on the side. Do you have any writing work? Like start putting the word out. Exactly, That's an yeah. easy one. You know, if you're good with numbers, offer to be a bookkeeper for somebody. Like figure out who you know who you can offer a small service to and, and start from there. It'll at least give you some perspective and get some cash flowing for you. Like yep. you, to answer your very first question of what's your best advice <laughs> that I spent 45 minutes not answering. Um, but you did. There you go. I, There's your both, answer. ans-
0: both answers are valid though. because. Yeah. If- they absolutely are. And I think that that's probably the key is not, not expecting too much out of yourself and just starting where you are and doing what you can, but keep doing things like, don't just sit back and give up and say, well, I can't right now. Like you can find 10 minutes here to do that. And you can, you can Mm -hmm. find ways to keep doing things, but you just can't. wait to tee up like my
1: favorite quote ever, Amanda. Like (laughs) really? (laughs) So Something I have said to literally every client I've ever had, I've probably said it to you over the years. Um, my very favorite quote in the world is from Arthur Ashe. If you don't know his story, go, re- go Google him. He's amazing and had an incredible life story. And he also said my favorite phrase, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. That's Perfect. all. That's all that's there it. is. That's all there like, is. That's all there is. And if you focus on that, you'll be okay. It's like when you try to do more than that, that's when you get yourself into trouble. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Like, that's it, you know? Things will only unfold as fast as they can and you can only do what you can do, not what you want to do. Those are two different things, you know? You can't always do what you want to do. You can do what you can do. So you pay attention to how you fuse those things together, you know? You can do more than what you think you can. You can, like everybody can. There's, like, I, I am yet to meet anyone who doesn't have, like, more capacity for amazing transcendent change and growth and leadership and beautiful ideas that they don't even know are in there. But you've got to start. You have to build your confidence. You have to build your whatever you're building. You have to do it brick by brick. It's the only way to get there. You have to do it brick by brick. So you start right where you are. You use what you have. And you do what you can. That means... Don't go into an insane amount of debt <laughs> try <laughs> to pack everything into your brain all at once, right? Yep. Don't try to look like you live in Malibu when you live in Ohio. It's okay. Be yep. in Ohio. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Be where you are. And <laughs> Do what you can do. You know, that means ask around. What are you good at? Like, ask around, talk to people, start someplace, and just begin. You know, it, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourselves. So that's my punctuation mark at the end. That was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Thank you you so much for joining me. This was absolutely wonderful. And yeah, I will. Yeah. Just thanks. It's been a pleasure. And I want to add too, for your listeners, watching Amanda over like what? Eight, nine, (coughs) number of years that we've known each other. (laughs) Watching how she has changed over that time. It's a fucking inspiration because she's done everything that she's telling other people to do. She's like walked in your shoes, you know, for the people listening and who your listeners are. It's like, she's a great person to follow because she has done those things. She did things brick by brick and she did everything the hard way. And that, and I've watched you, (laughs) I've watched you over that time, be willing to learn, be willing to make mistakes, improve your skills. Like it's been really cool to watch. And there's, you know, I've been on the internet for a long time and there's not that many people I can say that about most people either. Try to pretend they're huge and aren't and try to pretend they're smart and aren't and flame out fast and go back to jobs or disappear. I mean, my God, there are so many people that we've watched rise and fall rise and disappear. Yep. And you and I have stuck around because we built things brick by brick the hard way. Yep. Sorry that that's not the fun way, but it's the way (laughs) that you actually make something sustainable that you can live in, that you can like, that's can be your long-term home. Right. Right your ideas for your leadership and for your work in the world. So way to go. You (laughs) mutual admiration society here. I think you're great. I I love you. Keep hanging out with me. I love you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Uh (laughs) Thank you for listening to the just build Lego podcast. You can check out uh, all we've got going on over at justbolego.com. And uh, you can check out my book, mom versus debt, how I paid off. $64,000 $64,000 in credit card debt and under three years without becoming a stripper at momversusdebt.com.